Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. This week on Three of Movie Ghosts, we see a most violent year. And there's definitely going to be spoilers. Mm-hmm. You better beware, baby. Because daddy is getting <laughs> hot. <laughs> York City, 1981. An ambitious immigrant fights to protect his business and family during the most dangerous year in the city's history. Welcome to the Three of Movie Goes, everybody. I'm Ian. Welcome. I'm Martin. And I'm Jose. And we watched a most violent year this week. And I thought it was excellent. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Hey, thanks garbage. for listening to the three movies. Uh, you'll week. be great. Uh, I mean, yeah. Tune in next week. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> there was um, where well, we enjoy another film. <laughs> well, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie on something like Nightcrawler or maybe Exodus. I remember seeing it a, a, a you know a couple months back, and then I just never really heard anything about it. I, I didn't you know kind of see any more advertising or billboards no or it's for it. really just slipped under the radar this yeah. one didn't yeah. it really i mean you know i know we've been hit with the sludge and the shit of the awards and the oscars and all that crap mm. but well yeah, yes exactly these kind of interesting films really just uh, just well, slip on by it wasn't nominated for best picture it wasn't nominated for director or I know, the acting fucking awards whiplashes up there well yeah martin was not a fan of whiplash <laughs> did you uh, did you see that joe I have not seen it yet. No, I, I have not either. I, you know, I've You're heard it's nothing. a. I heard it's a very intense. You know, kind of unnecessarily intense type of thing. You know, it's just. Is it's it violent? Just, is it, what is it about? No, it's just ludicrous. Know. It's just absolutely like the rapper. Ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. Is it? <laughs> Luda. Yeah, Method Luda. Man turns up. <laughs> <laughs> Afro man punches a female fan in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, that happened. So. We're we're interacting on this show on Twitter, and we've already got people uh, saying stuff to on us. On this exact one, what are we? Who are we going to shout out this time? A uh, little shout out to uh, Amish Baby Machine uh, <laughs> at uh, Amish B Machine. Said, "Pot on, brothers, pot on." Nice. And then uh, Snark. Oh no no yeah it says Snark NATO but it's Jennifer Wilcut. Nice. She said, "What movie is good for any day? Good, bad, rainy, epic, boring, etc." I'm thinking American Beauty or Eternal Sunshine. So did she just answer her own question? I think she did. Yeah, I guess. I think she's uh, she's snarky like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> snarky natoy like that. Yeah, like uh, the movies. So this was a this was a film that Martin you pointed out was a writer director because we thought for a second. I, I thought for a second it might have been uh, possibly a based on a true story type of situation. Right. Yeah. You know, it being set in somewhat of the near future. Uh, excuse me, the near past. Right. It wasn't set in the the '60s or Anything like that? No, uh, writer director J.C. Chandon. J.C. Chandor. Chan- Chandor. 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 Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> See, <laughs> you got to get that R on the, on the end of it. J.C. Jesus Christ. Chandor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, good. And um, 
he uh, he made a film last uh, no no 2011 is a film that he's most famous for Margin Cell Margin Call. I'm getting it all right tonight. You need to, you need to like, like bring that computer closer to your face. Yeah. Margin Call was great. Margin oh, Call. Oh, so you know this guy. I, well, I, you know, I, I looked him up in the middle of the movie, and I recognized that he had done Margin Call. Um, margin Call, from what I understand, is is the moment that the the stock market, essentially, all the big investing firms in the stock market realized the market's about to crash in 2008. So, uh, sell everything. That's exactly, oh. yeah, that's exactly what that movie's oh. about as far as I can remember. Uh, it was fantastic. And then yeah. the bankers come in and buy up all those cheap stocks uh, and then they get well, more powerful. I mean, whoa. Oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> Trying to gesture to the TV and knocking everything over. That's what, uh, you know, we just saw happen at the end of the movie. We like to jump towards the end of the movie. But, like, he, he, I mean, we literally saw the, uh, what, what was representative of the first handshake between big oil and politics. Yeah. No, maybe not yeah. the first, but well, maybe yeah, the first absolutely. modern revolution how, yeah. of, of that kind of uh, behavior, is at least um, as represented by this person who we've kind of, uh, heard his tale of pulling himself up by his bootstraps. We've seen him struggle throughout this entire movie to stay, to stay honorable. Maddie is Maddie is just spinning circles right now. Maddie's about to piss all over the carpet. But yeah, this uh, <laughs> this movie's in the early uh, '80s, and it, it looked pretty good. Like all the cars, and you know, they pretty consistent with the style of, you know, everything yeah. was really gorgeous. I um, imagine I imagine a lot of people are still either <gasps> owners of or or you know, collectors of cars like that. And so that's, yeah. they call up everybody they know. It's amazing. Especially really. for the scene where they had the, you know, the couple of scenes they had traffic jams. Yeah. You know, all these cars running around everywhere. <laughs> there What's we go. Show's over. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Rewind. Yeah. It's amazing though. I remember the 80s. I know I'm an old man. I can't fucking see my computer screen. As, as, well, well, as we've seen. Turn Sorry, I, uh, I I didn't turn those off from the last time I worked on a show. Anything else can I <laughs> No, no, I just, I just muted everything else. My bad. Excuse me, everybody. Let's, let's, let's rewind. I'll be honest, these, these, things, these things are startling me. <laughs> well, this whole movie was very startling. Yeah, there, there was there a were, couple spots. There were, there were a number of moments. The first one I can remember being, well, we're, we're jumping kind of. In and out of the plot. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Well, let's set up this movie a little bit here. So, the opening is majestic. Him you running. Know, him running through the streets. Marvin Gaye's playing in the background. Yeah. New York. Is that who that was? Like, he's yeah. working out, yeah. not running from something. He's just, like, jogging. Right, yeah, right. Jogging. I mean, just because we said he was an immigrant doesn't mean he's into <laughs> oh, some bad shit, yeah. okay? You yeah. know, which, you know. Uh, he's rallying against that, the whole He, he the, is, the, the entire movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I noticed, I noticed he wasn't just jogging, because you see, you see people in movies just jogging, and they're just kind of, you know, casually jogging. You're like, I can do that. But th at certain points, this guy started hauling ass. So, like, yeah. he's sprinting. He seems to running seems to be something that he does, and we see him use it uh, at a number of different points in the yeah, movie. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And there were long his, running his scenes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's oh, like yeah. a, it's like you were watching a Paul Thomas Anderson oh, movie man. at times. You know, have you seen Paul? You know Paul Thomas Anderson? I'm not sure. I guess he did Boogie Nights, but he did the first thing I saw him do was Punch Drunk Love. Oh, that movie um, was great. Punch Drunk Love was great. I mean, um, I, 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 I there will be blood. Oh, I've seen Daniel Day-Lewis, that was yeah, Paul yeah, Thomas yeah. Anderson. He's a fan of, of really long shots. But those running scenes, yeah. to me, remind me of a French Connection. Nice. See, and I was going to say, Hackman. this whole movie reminds Warriors. me... Warriors. 
it gave me, me a, a good Wal- scene oh, of that's Walter. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gave me a good feeling of um, my impression of a lot of those kinds of movies that I haven't seen. Chinatown, things with most of you know, Goodfellas. You keep bringing up. Um, this was a lot like um, Mean Streets. Mean Streets, that's right. That's Main the one Street. you keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen most of these movies, but I have impressions of them because I, you know, went to went to film school and all that. So I've I've seen clips, I've seen examples, I've seen a, a, a movie or two. And this one seemed to really, you know, be be paying homage to that that style yeah, of movies right there in that time. Definitely. Um yeah, amazing. And like I was gonna say it's like the eighties. It's it doesn't feel that long ago for me, but I know it is really. But you know, it's a period piece and like, thirty years ago. Yeah, it's fucking a long time. Yeah, so I'm, a, well. I'm an old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But yeah, but Martin's Martin's eighty six years old, everybody. Eight, He's eighty six. Eighty five, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have an old ass man here at the table. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, there he is. So what's his, his name's Abel Morales. A, well, Abel. They, I, for the longest Abel. time, I had to I had to think I heard them saying his name correctly because they were either saying LaBelle or Abel. Like, Abel. you know, because, I mean, he's, um, you know, uh, an immigrant of some kind. So the his last name is Morales. 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 So, you know, he's pronunciation of, of Abel, what we would Abel, say Abel. Yeah, 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 I'd say Abel. I guess there's that uh, New York film director, Abel, Abel Ferreira. I guess he is Abel. Uh-huh, yeah. He did King of New York. Again, a, a movie that, that has some parallels to this. King of New York? King of New York, yeah, Christopher Walken. Oh, goodness, when was that? Oh, but I think, I'd want to say 88, 89. Wow, nice. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Wesley Snipes isn't it? Larry nice. Fishburne isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, so back when he was Larry Fishburne. Yeah, back when he was Larry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now he's Morpheus Fishburne. Morpheus. <laughs> he's officially changed his name. He just does anything. Lauren. He's on TV shows. Yeah. So, well, yeah, he's on that new show Blackish. Oh yeah, it looks ridiculous. Do you know? But it's apparently doing well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Do I'm, I know what? What? There's a there's another show like about Asian immigrants, isn't there? Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat. With Kim Jong un. From the interview. Really? Oh yes. that guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's you. Not actually. I Kim thought he Jong-un. got an acting gig. Yeah, Dennis Rodman got him a got him <laughs> an acting contract. You know? I guess it's good. I mean, you know. I guess his country wouldn't really know if he was on like a little Hollywood film from time to time. <laughs> he just skips on over. <laughs> They'll never know. They don't think I have a butthole. Hey Maddie. I know. So he, Abel owns, he owns a uh, an up and coming oil company. Yeah, that's right. And very early on in the movie, we we see his one of his drivers get ripped off. That's right. He that's goes right. through a toll booth and gets held up and carjacked, essentially. Yeah, that's right. And uh, beat his face in. They beat the shit out of him. They did, and threw him out of the truck. Yeah. But they didn't kill him. That was good. They had guns and stuff, and I guess they didn't. They weren't planning on ever using them. It didn't seem that way, you know. Even when, uh, even the second time that he got mugged, the the partner goes in through the passenger door and points the gun, but uh, uh, Julian shot first. Yeah. Didn't he have all the shots? Did they ever shoot back at him? I think I, I want to say that the uh, the partner probably did out of reaction. But again, you know, four shots is four shots. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. You know, it, it happened gotcha. in very rapid succession. But that was a later fight. That, that was, was later, that was later on. Yes. Yeah, we jumped ahead, but yeah, uh, Julian, he was kind of a weak character, like a like he didn't know how to stand up for himself. Right. He yeah. was. He was. Well, he was uh, another example of what 
Abel must have been, you know, in in his past at Julian's age. You know, if Julian was, you know, in his, you know, early to mid twenties, and uh, Abel's probably how old would you say he was? Mid thirties, maybe or maybe coming on forty. Yeah, you know, I mean, at this point, he's he's built himself a business. He bought it from his wife's father, wife's father, yeah, who. We learned through the the uh, the progression of the movie that it was a gangster that's now in prison, and his family are gangsters because the guy he meets at the end, you know, Peter, that is his brother in law. I thought it was his brother. Is it his brother? I don't think it's his brother. But his the, little the brother, brother, his little brother was there as well. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. His little brother was. Um, he he. He was a football guy. Yeah, the yeah, football yeah. guy, but the other guy, but Peter, Peter, because he's like shit. They're gonna own me now. My I whole, thought Peter. My whole, was, I thought he was just. Um, my whole family are gangsters, and now they're gonna own me. It was, it was, yeah. and his his entire life, he's tried to stay away from from uh, violence and, you know, the the gangster yeah. lifestyle. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, uh, whoever that was, you know, he he meets a, he he's tried to stay clean. Yeah, I'm, that's for, the whole you know, thing about this doing guy. Doing his whole yeah. business clean. He is is all is very efficient. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if they the were book. necessarily his family or if they were just people in the same business. They just had their own companies, right? And right. They were, you know what I mean? I don't know if uh, the tennis guy. Yeah, yeah. Th- is that who we were trying to that's, figure out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was just like a business guy. It, it's quite possible. You know, they might have been close at some point or friends at some point. Or this guy is, no, because during the during the one tennis scene, he was saying that he took over the company for his father. That's what made me think it's his brother-in-law because mm. might be his wife's. Peter Forente is his brother. Name. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So anyways, whoever that is, you know, they're they're connected somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, while this is going on, though, you see the guy in the in the truck, Julian. Uh, Julian, they they're attacking, they pull him out, they beat him up. While this is going on, Abel is meeting uh, with these Jewish guys. Yes, uh, and he wants he wants to wants to buy. He's them. meeting with a group of of what would you call that Hasidic? Is that you know where they yeah. they have the Hasidic the, Jews the dress the entire you know the, they all dress the specific way. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they're they're negotiating on a property. Yeah, uh, an oil refinery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, and it's the perfect location. It's by the docks. Uh, you know, he explains that later on why why he wanted it so badly. Yeah, yeah. He could yeah. ship to anywhere in the world yeah. with the river right at his backyard. Yeah, and uh, so there you go. He meets with these guys. They, he gives him what? Um, he gives him a. Uh, he gives them a deposit. Yeah, he gives him forty percent on this property. Of what yeah. He owes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they give him a few days to come up with the rest. In the meantime, he's like, oh, shit, I've got to go to the hospital to see my guy who's been beaten up. And he's here. That we get a full introduction to his wife. And his wife is saying, you better man up. We're at fucking war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she was, well, but that's, we also learned throughout the movie that that's kind of the, the world she grew up in because her exactly. dad was a gangster. Her dad, dad was a, a, a very, I, we can only imagine a shrewd businessman. And so this company has been in her life for a long, long time now. Yeah, longer and than now his, her husband, yeah, now, now her husband um, used to work for this guy. And now he bought the company off this guy, and he runs that company. You know, so so it's it's they they both have very vested interests in seeing this company succeed. But he wants to to work for it and, and yeah. make it legit. And she, um, she's well, we see throughout the movie that she's uh, one to she's just a little do more what's gangster. necessary. Is, yeah, exactly. I like her though; she was great. Yeah, 
She is great. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Come on the show. I've never seen no. her. Talk what, about what, she, what you, will, she you Yeah, you, she was in Zero Dark Thirty. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Oh, she was also in Interstellar, though. Oh, she, was, she? she was older Murph. Oh, oh really? okay. Yeah. Of course she was. I'm looking yeah, yeah. at her right now. That's yeah. Jessica Chastain. Yeah, of course. She yeah, was. but Zero Dark Thirty is the first thing I saw her in. You know, she's 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 good with what she does. Yeah, she with what she good. does. <laughs> I don't know her outside of what she does, so that's all I can say with uh, with authority. But what she does, she does it well. Everybody was really, really on form, really. So I, I thought so too. Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, yeah. I, I don't really know what Albert Brooks would be famous for and, and known for. Finding Nemo. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> the, the first time I really ever came uh, came into awareness of who Albert Brooks was was because he's the voice of, of Nemo's dad in Finding Nemo. Right. It's a Disney animated movie, but I know he's had a very long and thriving career before then. Well, what's crazy is his first picture is 1976 and he's in Taxi Driver. Nice. Mm. So, wow, his first picture? Yeah. What do you mean, like uh, as first, an actor? Yeah, as an actor. Yeah. He's in Taxi he's Driver. He's in Taxi Driver. Role. Wow. Yeah, I can't think who he is, though. He's well, going to be in Finding Dory coming see, up. See, he, he is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> see, I've seen pictures and in, in older videos of Albert, Albert Brooks. Um, and he oh, he was really in Weeds. Looked. He That's was in he Weeds? Was in weeds. <laughs> yeah, remember when they go to, uh, they have to go to the beach? They move from yes. the town yeah. To the beach. It's like his her dad or he's got the house that they're living in. Interesting. I yeah. only saw it through once. So it's I don't, her, I don't I think really it's her remember. dad. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's where I, I remember seeing him. Nice. Like, he was also in Drive. Yeah, he was. Yeah. With uh with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's good though. I I liked him. Albert Brooks was really good. Uh you know, he he everybody in this movie played very uh consistent characters. Well, now here's that line that he said to to his friend or his driver Julian in the hospital. Uh, uh, Abel. Yeah, Abel said to him. And I think Joe really liked this. He said something about the guys that ran over the, you know, the the that boosted the truck. Yeah, he said um, they are too stupid to think of doing anything else. Yeah, so they oh, were right. like just picking. You know, well, stealing. He was, he was telling him it's not your fault. Yeah. You know, you can't blame yourself for this, and you can't think that you need to do anything more about it than what you're you're doing. We just have to take it on the chin and, and keep going because these people are too stupid to think of anything else. Well, yeah, he just didn't. He was trying his hardest to not engage in criminal activities. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. yeah. The really? entire movie. Yeah, I mean, a real honorable man. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. He was very good. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought he, you know, and, and he, he played a guy who could stand toe to toe with the tough people and you get an, a, a sense that this guy could probably lose his shit, you know, yeah. if he oh, wanted yeah. to. Yeah. I don't, it was not a pussy, not a pussy. No, any, not at all. He was shit. very, uh, insult. He had good self-control, you know. He did. Well, you had to. <laughs> Except when he was beating the shit out of that guy outside of the well, subway. Well, but uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He needed information. He needed to stop yeah. this guy because this is directly what was killing his business is this guy right here who was stealing all of the trucks. Mm, yeah, so that's uh, he, yeah. Oscar Isaac. Did we mention that? Oscar Isaacs. Is, yeah. um, is it one Isaac or Isaacs? Isaac. Is it? Oscar uh, Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Nice. My eyes have been failing me, but I can see that. It's on the screen. <laughs> it's not moving. <laughs> the drugs have not kicked in yet. After this whole... After this whole ordeal of the the truck getting stolen, well, well, he meets the DA. He meets with the DA. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, 
who, who again were also very good, and I and, and I didn't realize they were English. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The odd word. What's his name? His name is David Oailoa. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, good. And he's been in a lot of shit, and I never even realized. What's he been in? Well, he's in Interstellar, like you told me. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, he's been in The Butler. He played Martin Luther King, like you said. Yes. Oh, right, in Selma. Mm. Yeah. He's got a big pair of bollocks already. He does. <laughs> yeah. He's in The Last King of Scotland. Did you see that? Last King of Scotland. Yeah. With Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see film. it. He was in, uh, first thing I saw him in was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh. Right. With Franco. Hmm. Right. It was good. He was, he was really good. Uh, very good. Very good. I don't even know where we're at in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Where are we? Where are we at with this movie? Well, there's so many Mr. fucking Mr. things going points. on. <laughs> Just throughout this whole film, it's like it's kind of crazy. Well, where we're at, right? So briefly, um, the truck is being uh, is being. No, hijacked. we've passed the we've passed I'm, the. I'm, bu- I'm, build, in, I'm building you the, up to this. Okay, building okay. you up yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, it's yeah, a right. recap. I'm getting you in. The truck, right, is being left empty. They stole the fuel, right? Do you remember that scene? Oh, yeah, and yes. the cop was okay. like, I don't so know, what do they want? What do they want? Yeah. After the hospital, he goes and, and picks up the empty truck, essentially. Yes, and then he's, he's looking at it. What The cop is like, what the hell did they want? Yeah. yeah they wanted yeah. the oil. But you see, that seeds that piece of information yeah. that's delivered later on when he's asking the guy in the barbershop, yeah. do you have the paperwork for that specific this, type of oil? Yeah, yeah, you're right, it did. It seemed yeah, yeah. like an unnecessary mm. scene at yeah, the moment. Yeah, but, but if you it, think well, back, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was it, a seed. Yeah, yeah, his, his in-depth uh, look around of his truck. Look, you know, see. You know, yeah, it, it seemed a little bit overkill at the time, but now yeah. we kind of understand why he was so uh, particular. About looking around that that truck, yeah, and that so then he's in with the DA, and uh, he's there with Albert Brooks, and it's clear they've been investigating his life for the last well, couple of years. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Suspect yeah. him of something, asking questions. Yeah, yeah because the of business, the, you get the feeling that the business that they're in is so shady. Everybody yeah. else is a con man. Well, it's oil. Well, uh, yeah. us being in 2015, we know yeah, that we know. it's incredibly yeah. shady, <laughs> and I think that's part of what the 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 beauty of this movie is: is they can kind of play on that a little bit. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, he goes to the DA to ask the DA, you know, hey, you're investigating me. You're asking me all these questions. He's not really investigating. He is investigating. He's investigating him, um, but the DA is also investigating. He can he has to assume the DA is also investigating everybody else, and so he goes to ask him, "Do you know who's who's you know lifting our trucks because mm. this is killing my business?" Yeah, and, and he, yeah, he he kind of liked it. He was like, "Well, look, it's criminals fucking over criminals." Yeah, it's yeah. Great. He's like, "That's the, all of this is what I'm here to investigate." Yeah, so you exactly. guys just keep doing what yeah, you're doing, exactly. you know. Yeah. But he also gave him professional courtesy and said he's about to drop charges on him. Yeah, yeah, which was a bit of a fucking shock on it. Well, a little bit. It kind of sets up a, a it sets up a a giant rolling boulder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. in the scene. Yeah. And I, I say that because I don't really feel there was much conclusion. Right. It until the very end, it was all just very wrapped up, but we'll get yeah. there. We'll yeah. get there. It's true. There were a lot of scenes that were just like guys in suits staring at each other. It's true. Do you it's know what true. I mean? It's yeah. heavy dialogue, wasn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Well he I mean he he writes films very well. Um, yeah, it was well, JC. I, I it, yeah, beautiful. Um, you know, because Margin Call was a very well-written film. It's a very lot of uh, a lot of gosh, rapid fire 
facts and Is procedures it? and dialogues and right. all this kinds of stuff because you're dealing with the stock market. You're of dealing course. with Wall Street and things like that. And I think he did it in a way that I, at least as a viewer, was able to follow what was going on enough to understand the movie, you know. Um, and so this movie, I think he did another really good job of um, portraying what this character is up against and how he's chosen that his moral compass, um, how he's chosen to, to deal with it all. Yeah. I mean, interesting little factoid there that this guy's dad was an investment banker. This hmm. guy, Jesse Chandor, the, uh, the oh, director was an investment banker. Okay. Yeah. So that, that may, might make sense. He might have a, a little bit of a, an understanding of that yeah, world. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I imagine they grew up and, and he saw a lot of this stuff. And he's from the East Coast, like he's from New Jersey. So I okay. imagine yeah. this, is, this is right what you know, do you know what I mean? That's yeah, exactly. exactly what this guy He seems doing. to have done a really good job. Then I imagine 1981. Yeah. Old, when was this guy born? <laughs> <laughs> God, we're really stalking this guy mm. here. Um, <clears throat> stalking him on Wikipedia. He's 41, born in 1973. Which 1973. So he would have been eight years old. Eight, yeah. You know, so yeah, he might, uh, he might, that might be the point in which he started to become aware of the world around him. Yeah. Things happening. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. It I, is crazy to think about, yeah. So we realize now that he's, he's up against the wall with the DA. Yeah. He's up against the wall with somebody in the other oil companies. Yeah. And he's also kind of directly up against the wall with the the union, the 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 teamsters, the drivers, yeah, because they don't feel as if they can protect themselves, yeah. and so the foreman wants to give them all guns, yeah, yeah, and, and he doesn't also, want to do it, yeah, he wants to not create any waves, he wants to do everything by the book, and yeah, no but one it, gives a shit. But, has, <laughs> but this this is exactly well, where no, we're it's out. not because no, nobody did it except for Julian. Yeah, you know, yeah, he brought the, his own. It was gun, the lone wolf. Yeah. It really was. I didn't ever get the sense that anybody went against him. Yeah. You know, I I feel like he, you know, if it had come to that, he might have been willing to to find other drivers. Was he the only driver that was getting attacked though? No, because no. Of the that second guy before they had that huge chase. How many he trucks did the, they have? Did they ever say that? No, no. I, I. But I mean, he he had to have. I I don't know. I couldn't really make an estimate, but. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also curious why they didn't, uh, I guess, for money, like trying it to save to money. It had been enough to make waves with the bigger oil companies in that particular part of town. Yeah, I'm sure. wondering why they didn't ever team them up with a partner, you know, in the truck. <coughs> That's actually exactly what I thought. When he's talking yeah, to, the, when he's talking to the, the union rep or the, the teamster leader, uh, the foreman, um, I thought, well, why not? Yeah, why not either hire a bodyguard or or partner up until this thing yeah. blows over? It's Surely funny, that's got to be cheaper than losing six thousand dollars every time somebody you know steals a truck. He yeah. did, he did not want to show any sign of weakness though. That guy. He didn't. He didn't. And it the just, only the only time he uh, the only time he went against his his moral compass in terms of of talking about Julian. No, um, Abel. Abel. Oh. Uh, in terms of <laughs> in terms of you know doing things shady and on the you know underhandedly under the table was when he's he's talking to Peter later on in the movie yeah and it's uh it's yeah, well, fire lit it's very dark everything like that yeah he also beats the fuck out of that guy on the on well that's true yeah yeah well, well he was chasing him <laughs> that, for like an hour that was the moment you know when he picked up the gun and he went after him you thought okay this is the moment this character's gonna turn we're gonna start to see 
you know, the other side of him. But we didn't. And that, and that, and I'm thankful for this because we've seen that so many too. times. Yeah. But you know what? It's the same reason I was thankful for Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler. Yeah, good. You yeah. know, there, there have been a few movies that the characters are just from beginning, middle, and end. They are the, they, they are unwaveringly. Yeah, good. Unapologetic, but until you know, until until the end of this one, you know, yeah, in this case, yeah. there's special circumstances. But again, we'll get there. Yeah. We promise we'll get there. We'll fucking get there. <laughs> but and um, I think you already mentioned this. This is kind of in the plot where we start to see the gun uh, be thrown thrown in as this like yes, because they move yeah. into this new house. You know, uh, it's a mansion. He's it's not a mansion. It's pretty fucking huge though. It's like a we never really got a we a never compound. Really, it's not. It was. It was 1981. It was interesting architecture it was a and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say it was probably three or four thousand square feet. I wouldn't necessarily. I, you know, I mean, yeah, it was probably a pretty big house. But uh, that's just the thing because he goes to see this guy playing tennis in his house, yeah, living in a mansion in a compound, and has that conversation very early on in the movie. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want this, and the guy's like, Yeah, you do. It's easier, and and Abel says, No, it's not. Yeah, you know that guy has to have he he builds this protective thing around him. Well, Abel just wants it to be free, where he's not having these enemies coming after him. Exactly, he wants he wants work to be honest. He wants mm-hmm. what they're doing to be honorable. He was an honorable man in a uh, most violent year, you know. Seriously, yeah. So, but and the, but there's a guy trying to break in. Which uh, now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, 1981 is historically a very violent year, and this movie was a very non-violent movie, except for a few times when you know when the uh, when the the trucks got lifted, you know the guy would get you know beat up. Then yeah, yeah. There was one point where a bell. We've mentioned this a, a time or two. Beats the hell out of the guy. Yeah, out of the 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 guy who's lifting the truck, but. For the most part, the the movie was more tense and you know full of jump scenes rather than yeah. There's no like know, real vicious murdering, startling, going on. a very a most think, though, startling year. <laughs> you know? There was a definite sense of uh, burgeoning threat of violence that was like imminent. That could there was that could have sprang from Abel or Abel. Could have could have could have been the drivers. With, which actually did happen with the gun. Could it be the like the high? There was this sense that something was about to kick off. Well, I, I feel like there was a sense of that in the world, and if that's the yeah. case, like even if it wasn't in his own life, because he had very very hard control of his own life, um, it still doesn't mean that he's not feeling that tension and having to react to it and having yeah. to be prepared for it. You know, mm. he he chased after the guy uh, they they heard outside. Yeah. You know, well, the they, guy they like just moved bar- into he this barges new house. into him. Yeah. Oh, well, he, yeah, yeah. They they moved into this new house, and the first <laughs> night, they uh, the dog like alerts them to somebody outside. So he goes, and sure enough, there's somebody hiding in the bushes that like tackles him and then runs off. And Abel runs after him, and it, it turns out that it's a a guy probably there to to do some damage because the the daughter finds a gun. The daughter finds a gun, yeah. So she's playing with a with the gun in her hand, and this is again where the wife is like, "Look, we're, it's getting serious now. You don't, don't want me to get involved. Yeah, don't be a pussy. Your daughter's now got a loaded gun in her hand. Come yeah. on, showing you like how how her approach is different to his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. It was intense how uh, how they brought that up. Where, you know, the night before he, they didn't know there was a gun involved because the guy kind of just barges into him when he was walking out his front door and then runs off. 
and he was limited because he didn't have shoes. Yeah. So he cuts up his yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, his daughter's like holding the gun. God, she could have blown her head off right there. She could have. Yeah. yeah, this is here. And um, here's we <laughs> learn about him buying the business from the father and, and this, um, how he was a gangster. But then, yeah, like you said, here, here he is. He's trying, to, he's trying to pay back or he's trying to put the rest of the money into oh, this right. building. Right, because he's but, got 30 days. Yeah. He's got 30 days from the, the Hasidics that uh, are selling him the refinery. Uh, 30 days to make up the rest of this. And he's got a meeting with the, the, the banks. banks. We see them yeah. all having a big dinner. Um, and it's a bank that loaned him the money to buy the company at the, in the first place. Yeah. And they've got a very good relationship. There's very, you know, they're very confident in what's going on. Um, and then the DA drops the charges. Yeah, and that's it, you fucked. And, you the, and the deer hits the car. And the deer oh, hits yeah. the car on the way home from the bank. Is that yes. startle number one? That was. For me, For me, it was, because it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. The crazy part about it is a lot of times when somebody's not having a conversation with somebody else in a car, the I seem to remember focus usually being on the road. Because, you know, if they're focused on the road, why are we focused on them? In this movie, I had such a hard time paying attention to his tension because it was focused on him. And for some, and he's so focused on the road, like at the point where he's chasing the truck, we're in the tunnel and he's trying so desperately to see. It's just, you know, I, you, you expect these kind of difficulties. Yeah. That was a startling one too. When the truck was just flipped over. Yeah. Yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to the deer because something important happens there. Well, what happens is the, <clears throat> he hits the deer. He hits the deer. It's on the side of the road, but it's not dead. The wife says, "Go kill it." She sm- slaps him on the shoulder a few times. Go put him out of his misery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's rolling around. She did. And, uh, Jessica Chastain did a much better job. Than <laughs> She did, and uh, yeah. So he's well. He, he doesn't have anything. He, grabs he gets the tire a little, iron. yeah. Gets the tire iron. Tire Which iron. you know, that's not gonna. That's not gonna. No, he would have to beat it to death. Well, he'd have to. He'd probably have to plunge it. Like oh god, sorry, damn. sorry. I did. I did. Oh, like Dracula. Like, like slowly put it into its eye and yeah. just lean yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Full weight. Um, Crunch. <laughs> Pita is going to be all over us. That but is she, so gross, man. Um, but she... She just she one-ups him and just blows it away. Blows it, because she kept the the, bur- the, or the the burglar or the assailant at the house. She kept the gun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yes. here again, we see them at, at, at odds with each other, and I don't want this fucking That was startling number two. House. Yeah. Yeah, and it was very close together in the same scene. There was a, a very tense moment that just kind of came to a head in two different ways. She basically called him a pussy. She yeah. did, and he called her a whore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as people use this kind of weapons, a whore. You know, the keeps it in her purse. You know, it's how gangsters, you know, have conversations. But you know what? It, even though, even though there were moments of electricity in terms of emotional charge, uh, mm. anger, you know, and just just That's frustration, say, like, just thing. Well, yeah, but just just things boiling over a little bit. It, all of their arguments, all of their tense moments were very diplomatic. All the, even the yelling ones, you know, they were quite civil with each other. They made they? they made a very good uh, partnership. She did slap him though, so she was. Uh, well, he deserved it. He well, called her a whore. And, <laughs> well, she he and she's not a whore. She was stealing from him. He was implying not yet, no, not no. yet. Well, we that, didn't know this. I mean, <laughs> yes, she was, but we didn't know this yet. <laughs> He was furious that with her because... That kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it didn't really, but anyways, I'm sorry. It's... No, no. She was wanting him to protect the family, and she was the one who was holding onto a stolen gun that she didn't have a license for, which right. was worse than 
him just trying to go about it his way. Right, right. So she, she kind of wanted him to play gangster a little bit, but yeah, he wouldn't do it. Yeah, and yeah, which is admirable, honestly. Yeah, that he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, the entire sorry, we've already said this. We're this is the the podcast of repetitiveness. <laughs> he, he, the entire movie, he he held on to his values. It did, but it was reinforced throughout the film. I mean, the, this moment here was a moment yeah. where it was reinforced. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Well, his his whole mantra of like this has to be by the book. We're not. Yeah, there's many points where you, all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, he's not going to do gonna, the thing that you think he's going to do here, and yeah. he's going to be a wife beater. We're going to find out. Yeah, he's yeah. drunk, you know, <laughs> or, that, that, or that he'll yeah. just like but go and freaking bust a cap in somebody. You know, he's just going to fucking I well, roll up somewhere and yeah. run somebody over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he or hit the bottle. You know, hit the bottle. Yeah, he did have a little warm milk at three a.m. <laughs> I wonder how drunk they were at that moment. Maddie, she's in the dungeon. She's on lockdown. I uh, just held her under the bathwater for about five minutes <laughs> just to make sure. He waterboarded his dog. <laughs> Don't worry, Peta, Peta. I brought her back to life, so she's okay. She's all right. Frankenstein style. She. <laughs> Oh, Which yeah. we almost watched that. Just a little aside, we oh. we on the table tonight was a most violent year, which we expected to be a lot heavier than it turned out to be. A pretty downbeat and somber. Though, it was. It was. It was handled very reverently, but I expected it to be very heavy, like watching something like American Gangster, or uh, you know, uh, or we were gonna, you know, also consider watching I Frankenstein yeah. <laughs> until we saw the trailer for yeah. it. Yeah, on the strength of it was possibly the worst well, movie of. 2014. Of 2014 is, is kind of what I'd heard. And maybe not 2014. I think it was 2013. And then, it was so at that moment, why not? And then we saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was like, oh, that's that's why not. <laughs> it it looks so, like a video game. It, just it looked, did. It did. The it's, graphics were it's not there. It's preposterous that like, suddenly uh, Frankenstein's monster is like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, what they did with Underworld movies and I, Dracula. I, they got to be proud. I mean, I know the people who made it are, are probably really proud of it and stuff, which they should be. But It's definitely got its know, merits. It's when you see so many different types of movies with levels of, uh, you know, budget. Yeah. You can just kind of tell and see the difference, you know? It's really crazy. This, I would be surprised. It's got to really pull you in. You know what? I'm going to look this up because I'm curious. I would say that (coughs) A Most Violent Year and I, Frankenstein, (coughs) might have had similar budgets. Really? Ooh. Oh, well. You know, I didn't didn't (coughs) mind the um, the underwear movies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, this one lost big time. Oh, it did? This film. It lost. It lost. lost. It's in the red. What do you mean? Its budget was 20 mil, and it only made 5.2. A most violent year? Yeah. That can't be true. That's what it says on their Wikipedia. I think it. Uh, yeah. I, I think this would I said this to you guys right after it was over. I was like, man, this would have been way better and had more attention if it was a Netflix series. They split it up into like... Interesting. You know, eight to ten episodes. Wow. Yeah, that's unreal, isn't it? Okay, so how much was the budget for a most violent year? Twenty million. Twenty million dollars. Wow. Okay. So I Frankenstein's budget was sixty-five million dollars. Oh guess my how, god. Guess how much it made? One hundred and twenty. Oh no, not quite. It made seventy-one million. So wow. it at least it at least made, made a back profit. more than its budget. Yeah. Well, the investors you, you, were happy. You're telling, wow. me, you're telling me this movie made a loss. It this made a loss. This movie lost three quarters of its budget. Apparently. Jeez. 
No way. Goodness. That's a shame. It is. I mean, it's a shame for these type of films. I mean, because if they're not, you know, if they're not making It was good. Yeah, it was great. I will say, for me, the second half of the movie seemed to drag because at a certain point... um. You realize so he's, he's not going to kill anybody. Well, he's not going to do. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like okay. But you watch the you watch the DA drop all these charges on him. Um, Julian, you know, even though he refuses to give anybody a gun, um, he gives. You know, Julian takes a gun and gets himself into trouble. You know, shots fired and everything like that while he's being investigated. You know, and the the DA's in the house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that kind of that's kind of where we are. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, the he goes out again, Julian, and and this fucking hijack happens. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. sees it happening and he's ready for it, so he starts calling out. And he know. pulls a gun. Yeah, we don't realize he has he has the fucking gun. Yeah, right. And he starts blasting at these fucking hijackers. And that that looks amazing. You know when he's running yes. away from him. The shots of New York there look fucking beautiful. Yes, they they seemed to they seem to utilize their ability to block off that entire bridge. Yeah, that's right. At least thinking, for yeah. a day, they used it well because yeah. they had some incredible. Um, you know, steady cam tracking shots, from what I can tell. I mean, these guys were hauling ass. It's probably yeah. where most were, of the budget went. Well, shooting in New York. Gosh. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's quite possible because yeah. there were. I couldn't tell a whole lot of what would be visual effects in this kind of movie. You know, it's not like I Frankenstein. No. You know, no. with people turning into to monstrous bat creatures. No, it's a whole different kettle of f- fish, isn't it? It is. So we, all these n- really nice cars, do you think um, Do you think people just keep these mint somewhere in a garage and they just wait until they're used for these kinds of things? Yeah, yeah maybe, absolutely. Maybe, yeah. I mean, technically, all you have to do is make it the outside look screen-worthy and make sure it can run, and that could be all you'd need to do. So, I mean, that kind of car for a budget, you know, might cost them... You know, five grand, ten grand, especially since it's from 1981. Because back then, I imagine you know the cars were made in a way that just didn't hold their value. No. You know, they're not classics. No, probably not. Just on the, I'm not a big car guy, but uh, I had a 1988 Cadillac. Nice. And he was, <laughs> and he said to me, the guy, this is the last good American car. Oh, oh wow. that was eight, that was 88. So like a thunder, like after he said that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the car started up on its own. My dad, my dad had a Cadillac. <laughs> Look into my eyes. <laughs> so I don't know. So I imagine 81 is still close enough to the 70s. I imagine the cars are probably... An well, they're probably all right. 81 Cadillac, I'm sure that I'm sure they were still, pre- still pretty so, good. Yeah, I mean, people see the... Because there's a... Right over by your house, there's a, a shop, a car shop that has classic and, and replica cars. So, yes, I'm sure there are people who make very lucrative work out of period piece cars and period yeah. piece everything. Well, like I said, uh, I think I said on another podcast that Cadillac that I had got bought by James Franco's production company. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. So this is probably what they do. They go around and, and yeah. production buys cars. Or, yeah. I feel like when I was driving from da- like Texas to here when I was moving, I passed a... Uh, like out in the middle of the, the desert had all these old 1950s mint badass cars just in this huge lot for nice. rent. It Whoa. was like a big rental place. Nice. You could like take a so, joyride? I don't know. I mean, that or for movies or something. Oh, nice. It was just a cheap place to keep them all. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. All you have to do is just pay for some land. Just get a uh, tow truck to take it into L.A., you know. Huh. 
Interesting. I don't know. Maybe not. Interesting. Maybe it's just some rich fucking dude in Arizona that has a bunch of cars and drives hey, them around. Hey, look at my cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <quite laughs> it's just showing off. <laughs> hey! Where are we in this movie? We're, uh, we're at... Um, so, Julian has shot two fucking guys. He's done a fucking runner. Uh, he's legged it. Uh, so the... <laughs> <laughs> he's like that. He's like that. Yes. Okay. So right. the banks. Yeah. Pu- the banks so he's pull running. out. He's running. Yeah. The banks pull out all over the place. <laughs> the banks pull out on the titties. And, the, and the, uh, yes. Yeah, so so. <laughs> he had to do it face to face. Looking you square in the eye the whole time. Um, <laughs> Like John Wick. <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yes, all of this happens kind of all back to back to back. And he's pretty much up against the wall with like two days to spare. <laughs> on his back, on his back, on his back, up against the wall. This is just not going anywhere we want it to go. It's just too sexual right now. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, he's out of money. He's, he's fucked. He, he lost his... His uh, money line. So now he's, he's got to figure out. He keeps getting robbed. Mm-hmm. He's put up their entire life savings as 40% of a deposit on this, this oil refinery. And now the bank is pulled out. So he's got to come up with a million and a half dollars Yeah. in three days, yeah. essentially. Well, I mean, if he's also trying to get the guy, Julian, <laughs> to come to the cops. and like He is. He's up. trying to find Julian because it's really bad for him to have. And it's bad for the DA guy. You remember yes. that conversation? He's like, yes. this is yeah. fucking no good for And me to all the billionaires out there, a million and a half is a lot of money. Okay? Oh, yeah. It Anyone is. that's listening that has billions of dollars is probably laughing at that number. Well, that's fine. That's their prerogative. I mean, they've they've got that for their context. That's true. You know, I mean, it is a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money for them. That's true. You know, you take it's away chump a million, change. You take away a million dollars, they're not going to notice it. A zero doesn't change. Yeah, they you spend know. that at the Sizzler. <laughs> if no, would... baby, billionaires don't eat at the Sizzler. <laughs> I, heard, I heard Sizzler's going out of business. Are they really? That's what I heard. Well, that's what I heard. Well, Sizzler going under. Look at that. <laughs> Turning off the flames. Looks like uh, the steam's going away. <laughs> no longer sizzling. <laughs> pan's getting a little chilly. So Sizzler. then at this point in the movie, he's. Sorry, I'm just gonna like crash right back into the movie because I it. just I grabbed onto it. Um, at Grab this point it. in the movie, oh. he's got to come Make up with this money, so he goes to one of his competitors, and again, it's another one that we kind of get the sense is more of a friendly competitor. It was the chick from Bridesmaids. It looked like the chick from Bridesmaids. <laughs> the grand, the granddad with the with the granddaughter. The granddad with the granddaughter. Yeah, yes, they yes. were good. So, I like they them. were. He they was were. there with his little pin. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he he had obviously worked hard his whole life. Didn't yeah. trust his corrupt kids, so gave the company to his granddaughter. Yeah. And he's there, you know, as as you know, co you know, consultant, whatever. But yeah. you know, they make the business decisions together. They're it's like good it's a mob. Yeah. It's a, you know, kind of their own little mob within this world. You yeah. know, he's he's a a, a figure. It's that's, their empire. Yeah, always a figurehead. Hmm. And uh, he gets five hundred thousand um, dollars, yeah, from them. And he goes to his younger brother, and with they stipulations take though, they they tacked on some things. Well, they they I guess they stipulated how they wanted to be repaid. 
You but know, didn't they, they take, like, didn't he have to pay them a certain amount of his barrels? Well, that's what I mean. In repayment, that's how he was going to repay the $500,000. Those were their terms. We'll give you $500,000, and in return, you give us this many barrels of oil for this long amount of time, and, you know, we'll call it even. Like, nice. that's, I guess, okay. negotiating that price. And so that's what he did. He took out a mortgage on the apartment complex that he owns with his, his younger brother. Yeah. Which that seemed like a... And they wanted it in return with uh, some black tar instead of cash. It was m- worth more. Black tar, like heroin? The oil was worth oh, more than oh, the money. Oh, oh. For black, black gold. Black gold. Texas tea. <laughs> <laughs> Texas tea. Texas. Uh, his brother was cool, though. He didn't give a fuck, did he? But that's like, just yeah. it. I mean, it was kind of a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of situation. He, he goes and he's, you know. <laughs> I, I missed like, that part. Seriously. Like he, he kind of schmoozed the, the younger brother. He was like, you know, man, you're growing. You know, mm. oh, man, I, how do you get any work done with these yeah. beautiful women? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I need you to sign this. And he, yeah. like, convinces him. And as soon as his brother signs it, he's like, he, he just kind of. Says, "All right, see ya," and takes off. Yeah, you it know? was like a, it was like a this tension business moment, and then all of a sudden he was back to being his kid brother. You know, I feel like that was uh, the difference in the relationship because this was the only person that I knew for for certain was his brother. Like, you know, right. I, I don't think anybody else was related to him, so this was a familial relationship in his family, not his wife or potentially his wife's brother, if that's who Frank was or whatever, you know, this was, this was somebody that, Peter, I think yeah, Peter, Wait, I Frankenstein, Peter. I Frankenstein. <laughs> so he treats his brother in a, a different way than he treats most of the other characters in the movie. You know, he's, you don't get the sense that he's screwing his brother over. No, no, it's no, he's, he's going to pay him back straight, to, bus- yeah. straight to business. I mean, it's a, it's a co-owned, you know, he's going to put the money back in the mortgage. He knows exactly how he's going to make his money back. He's right. not worried about it. It's no, not even an issue. He controls his he, own future. He's having to deal with other people thinking he's not going to make the money back, but he knows what he's going to do, you know? Right, right. Well, and he's, he's talked about it because he was talking to the lawyer about exactly how, you know, I buy the, buy the oil in the summer when it's cheap and then I'll sell it back to the customers and more importantly, my competitors. Yeah. In the winter when it's more expensive. Dude, I love the scene high. where he's like talking to the his future salesman that they're trying to hire. Like, yeah, that's like, he's like giving him the speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Look I mean, him in the eyes. Yes, he's talking about you know you you got to look them in the eyes until it's just, uncomfortable for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he he had a lot of he had a lot of very intense moments. He was a a very determined man. It was, but but yeah, honorable, admirable, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, not to be fucked with, but not somebody that's going to turn nasty. Not violent. in a violent way, yeah. No, no, and that's why. That's, in a most violent year. Well, you know. Well, this is why. This is why it's so poignant. In a most violent year. Well, that's why it's not so poignant it because is. it was the most violent year. But yeah, he, he, you know, he it was, was this pivotal moment in, in time of his company where you're seeing like, wow, that he's he's hanging on a thread. But this yeah. is like probably the never going back. You like know, a, like, like they just built house? this. Yeah, like you know, he builds this empire from there forward. Sorry. And he start. You know, he's he essentially is going to start dabbling in politics. You know, with his money. Well, that's the implication at the end of the movie. Yeah. When he says yes, yes, it he does. looks at him, says yes, and says yes. You know, yeah, they make a nice little deal. There. It's like Ooh. team. Yeah. Right there and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. And then, uh, well, there's a couple of scenes here I want to mention. Firstly, the one where he meets with all the well, all the oil guys. Right. Okay. So so he gets this money from Saul from Knights the old of the Round Table guy. Yeah. And in return, he's asked to meet with all of the other big bosses. So Saul has set up the other. You know, it's it's like the meeting of the. Not the Justice League. Uh, who is it? Like the the League of Supervillains. It's like you the know. Illuminati getting together. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is. It's all the main. It's all the main oil heads, and so it's it's probably the most powerful people in the country. Yes, the implication. Or at least is, in that region. At least of in the that country. city. You know, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily imply that this is going on on a national level, but it, it's definitely the local businesses. You know. <laughs> the local head honchos all meeting together. And he sits down and he says one word. What does he say? He uh, said, stop. Stop. Yeah, yeah, he tells him to stop. Yeah. yeah. And all these, oh, they're all a bunch of real fucking pricks, these guys, aren't they? Well, they said they, they talked about it before he got there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and... And they determined that none of them were. They were also none of us are responsible are for hiring for these guys. Me. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I'm not saying that you are, but. Yeah. You guys are the only people that have the the infrastructure to house all the oil that's been being stored uh, stolen from me within like two hundred miles, yeah. right? So again, you might not be it out, orchestrating it? it, but you're buying this oil, so yeah. you know who is stealing it from me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like so it. He's using his fucking brain. He is. He yeah. did, and he. You get the sense that he's done that this entire time. He yeah, said, "What absolutely. did he say when he walks out?" He said, uh, "Have some pride." And yeah, what you do? Pr- that's yeah. his whole that's his whole shtick in it, really. Yeah. He, well, he's it's it's part man. of what he was saying uh, again with the interns. He said they the customers want to know they want the best, and they want to know that you also want the best, and so you have to be better than everybody else yeah. because we are. Yeah. They these people have no idea what it's like to build everything from scratch and to to actually honor what you're doing. Yeah, but, but we do. That was his big thing. And I guess at that point, because, you know, I, I guess not at this moment, we really know if anyone had been who the people were specifically buying the oil. Stealing the oil? Yeah. Because he kind of, he oil. ends up walking out. He still thinks they're connected. Mm-hmm. You know, he still thinks that somebody is hiring them to, uh, to steal the oil. Um, and at a certain point, he actually finds he gets a call on the radio and he's in vicinity of a of a truck being stolen that's right yeah so one of his guys has been hijacked and he's like where are you he's on the the fucking cb he's like around the corner school. Yeah. starts playing detective yeah and so he, and he and he gets he finds his truck and he chases him as he should which that was really well done yeah, like he was, was driving amazing. and you hear the guy on the radio getting taken over and by the time he gets to where that point is the guy's already out of the truck and the truck's driving that was one shot wasn't it? yeah i remember yeah. when he was like waving like yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. got the truck. Fuck, you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's all you could do. I mean that's uh, to save himself. He yeah. gave up the truck. He had to. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I'm thinking as he's going there, what the fuck is he going to do when he gets there? You know what I mean? Right. But, right. There's well, a level that he enough. knew. He yeah, just, just failure was not an option. Yeah, failure was not an option for him. Yeah. And the new Ed Grand Theft Auto. There's... Ed Harris's voice was in my head when you know, <laughs> he was, you know, from Apollo 13. Oh man! Shout out! Shout out! Ed Harris. Uh, spaceships. And. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. And uh, Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Paxton. <laughs> Bill Paxton makes an appearance. Pair titties make you bake for buttermilk. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I digress. You do. Uh, no, but so 
Oh, no, I was going to say there's a, uh, like a level on Grand Theft Auto that's exactly like that chase where you're chasing one of those trucks. Really? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, next, time, next time you play it, you should, uh, you should play the soundtrack from The Most Violent Year. <laughs> it was a great soundtrack, funny enough. It was. It. it was some really great music. It was, yeah. So after he meets with all these bosses, he is continuing to just scrounge up the money. Yeah. Uh, Back alleys. He goes to meet with his brother. <laughs> Um, and then he goes to meet with Peter and he's asking for 600 grand. Yeah. And essentially he's asking from a mobster. Yeah. That's what they are. The tennis guy. The well, tennis be- guy. before that, he, uh, he followed, he gets the truck, uh, hits the ice. It falls over. Oh, oh, no. right. One I guy skipped one, over the that. man My in blue. Bad. He's dead. Yeah. One guy inside the cab is dead. The yeah. other guy is running. He drops a gun. He's oh, gone. and they have this whole running yeah, scene. Yeah. And Abel picks this gun up. What like, did you call that? What? The running a legging, a leg, legging it. He's legging, legging it. it. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. is the their proper, French, French connection moment. Legging it, booking it is gone. Yeah. So yeah, he's he picks up the gun that the guy drops, and he's following him uh, to the uh, to the train to the train. I mean, yeah. This whole scene reminded away. me of the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. The whole this whole part, I was like, yeah, yeah. trying to nice. get to Coney Island. They even nice. had the old yeah. trains and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah spray yeah, paint yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he that was great when he pushes him out onto the platform in, yeah. from the cab, and here he gets that piece of information because he puts the gun to his head. Oh he, yeah, and he, here again is another man. moment where you go, okay, this is gonna fucking lose. It's gonna it, blow his brains yeah. out. They, they use the butt of those guns a lot in the this movie. <laughs> they beat people with these guns yeah. more than they used, more than they shot anybody. Nobody got shot in this movie. They're not. No one, yeah, oh, no one. nobody. Well, except end. for uh, Ju- well, the guy, <laughs> I was say. the guy at the end, Julian. Oh well, he he shot himself. This yes, was a tragedy, right. was this Spoilers. not? This was a tragedy if about this Julian. Was Shakespearean, yes, it would yeah. be. This whole film was about Julian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Julian is the is the uh, the alternate dimension version yeah, of absolutely, Abel. yeah. Absolutely. You know, well, that's, how, that's a great script because you, you, you know, you, you villain, or you certainly mm. one of some of your antagonists. Your antagonist should, should yeah. be a complete black, uh, negative reflection of your right of your protagonist. Well, oh, yeah. the yes, and exactly, and that's that's what that's what the Julian character it was because Julian kept saying, "I'm weak, I'm weak," you yeah, know? and and Abel's going, you know, you don't have to be. You know, it's yeah. a choice, really. You you're looking I mean? in yeah. the you're looking in the past. You're yeah. looking back. Why you look forward? Yeah. You 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 can only move up when you look when you go forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and know he, he knew he knew what Julian needed to do, and Julian knew it too. <laughs> Julian was just, just a little bit too afraid. He was. He was. He well. He said that when when uh, Abel is giving him over to the cops uh, before he runs for the second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Runner, dude. He should have been in the Olympics. Um, he's like, he just bought some brand new shoes. He's like, like hell, I'm going to jail before I. Remember. Well, he says, <laughs> he he says I'm, not, I'm not that strong. I'm not as strong as you think I am. And he's like, you can be. And yeah, it yeah. turns out he couldn't. Nah. Unfortunately, he was a pussy all. He he was the he whole was. time. Yeah. Um, but. Mm. But he gets a piece of when he's beating the fuck out of the guy on the platform. He gets yes. a piece of it. Lets him go. He does. But he gets a piece of information. I'm not working for anybody, but I've seen your oil in your trucks uh, somewhere in Far Rockaway. Yeah, Queens. yeah, yeah. He said I, I sold your your oil in or one of your loads in Far Rockaway last week. Uh, so uh, Abel figures it out. Yes. He it of is. course he does. Yeah, of course he does. Again, using his fucking smarts. Mm-hmm. He you did. Know what I mean, he did. And he, he did. didn't go in there with a with a, a wrench or a gun to like no. you know just to antagonize. Give him the, the facts and figures. Yes, you have this kind of oil. It's in one of your storage lockers. You don't have fucking papers for it. You need to kick me back what you owe. No more. It it wasn't extortion. It was just a you pay me what you fucking yeah. owe me. 
Exactly. Or you stole from me. Exactly. Yeah. You know, again. The, well, the, the other option is uh, he would just go to the, the FBI or whatever, mm. and then it would become a really bad deal yeah. for what's his name. It would. It would, it would, be, it would take down a bigger oil company. Mm-hmm. It'd make it, a fool of them. Yeah. So he gets, a it bit, would. he gets a bit of money from the granddaughter people. He gets a little bit of money from this guy who was been ripping him off. He gets uh, a little bit of money from his younger brother from, then, the, from brother, the apartment yeah. complex, and then, the, the and then bro- he goes brother-in-law. Uh, we yeah, assume brother-in-law Peter. Peter and he gets uh, and he gets six hundred thousand dollars. So they have the they have the money to to cover the oil refinery at this point. Yeah, well, almost. I mean, and his his wife's been fucking nicking from it. Yeah, she's been skimming <laughs> well, off they the top. They do. They they have they at that. Oh yeah, point, so that's at that point they got Peter it. Back. And yeah. he comes home, and suddenly his wife like drops a bank account on him, and he, and says, "We yeah. got a lot of money in this bank account." <laughs> yeah. Now, why she didn't bring this up in the first place? No, I don't that's know. kind of beyond. Watching me. him run around like a fucking headless chicken. I- See, this is where the movie kind of lost me. But wait, a, wasn't a, that why she sense. was checking the books? Maybe she was making sure everything was clean. This is why she was so told paranoid. Him. Yeah, and that's why ah. she was checking the books the whole movie. You know? Okay, that wasn't as clear, but okay. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, though. Yeah, I'm sure. with you though, Ian. I'd have, I'd have been left feeling like fucker. I don't really trust her anymore. I well, but, but yeah, if her books are I mean, clean, yes, you're right. And she's now, like, "This is your money." That's the moment. She was true, it. true. She's okay. sharing it. I that's mean, the moment that clears up a lot of confusion for me because at this point, the movie kind of unraveled for me. We find out she's been stealing money. He's all pissed off about it, as he should be. But the next morning, he's shaving and he says, "All right, we'll do it your way." And I'm like, "Why?" And I didn't put it together. That he would have then thought about and come to terms with the fact that the reason that she wanted to look at these books again mm. is to make sure that she has been absolutely clean with what she's done. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. See, that just that you know, it was I mean, it was Jessica Chastain the whole time. She was the she wizard. Was the she was the one behind the curtain. <laughs> she, she was. was. And she, she protected says it. the family, yeah. She says it in that moment. She's mm. like, It's uh it it wasn't your hard work that was keeping us going, it was me. Yeah, yeah all these little instances you would see her in the office crunching with her yeah. little pencil. With a pen. Yeah, yeah. Never looking at it, you know? Yeah. She made sure all the numbers were, were right. You know, My mom did. used to do that. Whenever she would balance the checkbook, she would do this every month. She would just sit there with her calculator and she'd like, make the she'd, sound with her mouth. Well, yeah, <laughs> but no, she would like look at everything and she'd be typing it out without looking too. Oh, damn. you get used to, you know, especially back in the day when it wasn't, well, but that's the number keypad. I mean, yeah. I can yes, do that without okay. looking at it most yeah. of the time. Would you say mom? And she'd look up and her eyes were completely dilated. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers, Ian. Numbers. Numbers. <laughs> so, okay, so that throws a whole different light on his decision. He made the the most right decision that was his whole for thing, the success. Most that right, okay, yeah. Yeah. man. Okay, so well written, well conceptualized. Yeah. Uh, I think there was a something missing in the execution then for me, and that would have been a, a much better movie. Because after that moment, after she. Tells them about the money. They don't really have any more tensions. Well, once he decides, yes, you're right. He decides and tells her, we'll do it your way. I was like, there's no, there's no note of sarcasm or, you know, disdain for what he's decided. So it just didn't make sense to I me. Liked but now it, it does. I liked it. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It shades of it gray. It makes sense. Do you know what I mean? It's 50, like 50, 50 shades. 50 no, shades of gray. It's exactly. It's 50 Martin, shades of gray. Martin might have just uh, preemptively chosen our next <laughs> movie. So be on the lookout next week uh, for a three movie no. goes 50 shades of gray. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw an article that said supposedly humans can only see... 
can only see up to 30 shades of gray. So really? the movie the movie is technically false. I know the it, book dude. It's about vampires. It vampires is. can see 50 <laughs> shades of gray. Yeah, they can. Because they are gray. They are the immortal ones. I don't know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Cold-hearted oh. bastards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> he gets the money. He buys the property. You know, he signs the thing with the yeah. uh, outside the, of that rusty ass. Yeah, shit trailer. Shit trailer. That shed. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, they could have put some nicer facilities. Looked on like there. something out of Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, seasons like two <laughs> or three. They're meeting with the cousins. You know, with the at Lu- Los Pollos, yeah. Hermanos. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You know the chicken coops. Oh yeah. Man. Man. This has been uh, this has been kind of a, a little bit of a laid back show, kind of it's like been, the movie. It was a very subdued. Kind it of was. Movie, he buys the property. He talks to the the DA. They kind of come to this this handshake agreement that <clears throat> let's make this investigation kind of wrap up pretty quickly. Uh-huh. And in the future, when I'm ready to invest in politics, you've got a career that's going to go somewhere. So sure. let's let's kind of yeah. have this little deal. And that's kind of where the movie. Well, just before that though, Julian comes and blows his. Brains oh out. yes, oh. right. Yeah, he's giving he's getting a tour of this new facility. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm Julian exit some, stage some left. It does, yeah. <clears throat> and he still <laughs> manages. He's the guy who ends up costing him money the whole movie. It's true. It's it is true. true. Well, he's the he's the person that we follow as the 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 leak. The leak. Wow. Oh, oh, oh dude. Look at that. Hold on. Hold, no, no, no. No. Let's hear this. Let's no, hear I was it. gonna say like at the very end, you see him confronting Julian or yeah. Julian confronting him. Yes. And he's literally like. How come you get everything you want? And he's been the one causing all of his obstacles. Yeah. And he's sitting there going, dude, he's just like yeah. solved every issue that this guy has created for him. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Oh, man. And then yet he fucking still he puts was, a hole in his thing. He was the one who was leaking money. As represented in this movie, he was the leak in the movie. And then when he blew his brains out, he boing, like hits the, hits the oil tank. and Put his little hanky kinda, in there. Everything blew up and the movie was like, MacGruber. Yeah. Sorry. Can you imagine if that, like, the well, entire SNL, thing exploded? SNL reference. They would all be dead. That would have been the end of the film. Well, it would have had to have been an exploding bullet. That's true. There has to be a, an ignition oh, yeah. source. So if it's just punching a hole through the metal, it might not necessarily spark. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it might have. Question Do you think the bullet would make it all the way to the other side of the tank or do you think it would stop inside there? I, I think, I think the oil is too viscous. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that. also that man that that oil tank is I mean that's probably a big 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 oil yeah. tank. It's going through some liquid. So no, I don't imagine it make it through the other side. Yeah. Just with a little basic knowledge of uh what I do know of physics, I guess. I was just testing you guys to see oh, if you thanks. would um, uh, the physics behind that. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> so the the DA is there. <laughs> Meanwhile, too. a camera guy on the other side is, is totally dead. That's where they had catering. The DA is there at the end to kind of wrap out the the uh, missing yeah the missing driver Julian case because you know he's like oh this guy's blown his brains out I'm sorry you knew this guy well you know and then they have that kind of little exchange. And I, do you know the DA gave him such a hard time at the end? They came to a little bit of an understanding, but it they gave did. him such a fucking hard yeah. time. And the thing is, I mean, having 
a bill there doing that is like beneficial to that. You think he'd want him in this position sooner? Do you know he really broke his balls to try and get there? And then when he gets there, he goes, "Yeah, you could do me a few favors now. I can make this go away." Well, do you know what I mean? It, maybe, maybe that was it. I mean, he he was trying to build his own career as a DA, to, so he had to go guy, after oil. And then when when because I mean. It wasn't a battle between the two of them. It was just kind of we're both doing business. We're both whoever's going to reach the top and and kind of overtake the other one's going to win. And it's just kind of seems as if Abel made it over to the the top where it's just kind of like okay, I've got to my milestone where I can now control my my destiny. And this guy's like okay, well I'm still going to take you know build my career, but you're now. I, I might consider you an ally, right? Yeah. You know, because they kind of respect the what levels and lengths you're you're going to go to. I guess he you had know? to know that he he was legit, because because he gave him that at the end. You know, he said, you know, I'm not a felon, and he goes, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, you exactly, I mean? exactly. And I don't think he felt like that at the beginning. Well, it's like he proved, yeah, he he proved himself to where he'd be willing in his career to take his money because exactly. it's going to be clean money. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, fucked. Maybe. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who knows? That 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 part might have might have been a little vague. I might, you know, get more nuggets of information if I were to watch it again, but Yeah. I'll definitely watch this again. I'll yeah, it yeah, yeah. But is any money actually clean, guys? Is it like no. you know, like remnants of drugs and stuff? Isn't that like a statistic at some point? Like every dollar bill has Coke remnants on it, or something. does it? Maybe from right. the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. yeah possibly. Like maybe in a crack house. Yeah, any <laughs> dollar you find in a crack house, that was the part that was left That's out. That's right. Yeah, that was redacted. Yeah, yeah. I would have said that about the the uh, the tube in London. All the seats that took, like took a cross sample of it, and like what's on the actual fucking seats, and there was all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah drugs, fucking feces, semen. Yeah. You know, oh Gross, god, dude. just on a just on a random little fucking piece. Like, Let's do some samples on this. That's like, gross. Oh, it is. Uh, do we have anybody else uh, interact with us on Twitter? How how are we doing over there? Uh oh yeah, we had about fifteen. No, no I'm way. kidding. No, oh, you fucker. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we we had some retweets and uh, Joe. So shout out to Ed Jennifer Wilcut. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we answered her tweet, but she she answered her own tweet. She did. Yeah. Yeah. We came to that conclusion. (laughs) Okay. So American Beauty or Eternal Sunshine, which one would you guys pick? I haven't seen American Beauty. I have not seen it. I've seen American Beauty. Yeah. It it won Best Picture, didn't it? Yeah. It's Uh, a good one. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I've not seen that. But I have seen Eternal Sunshine. That one's good too. Have you seen, you haven't seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I don't think so. Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet. Um, it's great, Michelle Gondry. No, I don't think it's a they're very movie. melancholy. They it kind is. of leave you just like, oh my god. It's it, life, but, oh man. It's it's stylized to a certain degree, uh, like Wes Anderson does, but it just in a totally different way. Right. It's a, a well done movie. Right. I have seen American <laughs> Beauty. Nice. Would you recommend it? They were okay. <laughs> ah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Like, giddy. You don't necessarily. Well, I mean, we don't necessarily have to agree with the what each year's best movie. I have no idea which one's gonna win this year, but I I've got my I've got my uh, planned reactions to <laughs> to have. some. That is Sunday. So so here we are. We're we are at the end of of. I mean, not that we've been doing the Oscars for the past like couple of weeks now. We've but, been dabbling. You know, we've we've they've definitely been all over the place. They definitely impeded my traffic. You know, uh, my commute time to and from work every day. 
because yeah. they're closing off parts of that Hollywood oh, Boulevard really? over off oh. Highland. Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, it's red carpeted out. Giant oh, statues of Oscars. Yeah, they've been doing this all week. They've been just randomly setting it all up. We should up. go down there and just, uh, you know, just run around naked. <laughs> Get some photos for the website <laughs> on Sunday for the three movie goes blog. Yeah, <laughs> we could do that on Sunday. Just some red carpet interviews. We're gonna <laughs> run into everybody on social media. <laughs> like, what the fuck are these guys? Who are these guys in here? We could. We could take the travel mic over there. We could, uh, be in the field. <laughs> can we? Can we? Can we ride uh, those little uh, you know stick horse things? You know, like their steeds, and we'll, we'll wear a sombrero. I'll dress like Joan Rivers and I'll interview everybody. <laughs> So that's what Miley said to you? <laughs> yeah, I said, and I said, no fucking way. You must be fucking kidding. What? If you'd like to help us pay for uh, our tuxedos to wear to the Oscars, yeah. uh, visit our website, okay. enterthealftree.com. Click on the Feed, Feed the, the tree. tree. Is that what you've called it? Feed yeah. the Tree. Feed the Tree. It's a button at the top of our, uh, top cool. of our website. It's called Feed the Tree. Like It'll it. take you to our PayPal donate page. That's for and, donations. You know, just, uh, you know, if you, if you have anything to, to spare, just... Help us out. We we pay for this every month, you know, for the pleasure of being able to bring these podcasts to everybody. We do, and Maddie needs food. And if we don't have food for Maddie, is that what's up? She's going to eat us. So, so help She's us buy food for Maddie. We click put on, on like click that. On feed the tree. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we turn Sarah back. We don't on. have any more. So what are you saying? Would you recommend this film? Um, this it, it was a it was a great movie. It's. I, I think a lot of what I think makes it great might go over a lot of people's heads. So this is why you know. this is why it lost lost money. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm actually shocked that it lost money. If you if you liked Margin Call, I would say definitely go see A Most Violent Year. Yeah, it's worth it. it. Is it similar then? Would you 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 think that I'd like it? I I think it's definitely it definitely has the same kind of feel. Uh, you can tell that it was originated from the same place. Yes, from the same guy. Um, you know, the, the, the topics weren't necessarily the same, but, um, oh, the way, uh, the way each situation was handled was very diplomatic and it was step one, step two, step three, everything was kind of going in, in a very uniform way, I guess. It did was you great. ever see All is Lost 2013? I didn't. That was Robert Redford. Robert, that's this guy as well. Yeah, Jesse no, Chanda. I didn't. I didn't. Cause it, I mean, it's mostly just Robert Redford, isn't it? The film stars Robert Redford as a man lost at sea. Redford is the only cast member. Oh, really? And the film has very few spoken words. Mm. And it's the second film of uh, J.C. Chandler. <laughs> cow. Well, really? yeah. well uh, I we'll, guess this we'll... man is on a boat and he's lost somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. What's that? 20, 24, um, what's the guy? 127, 127 hours. 127 hours, one yeah. of them kind of films, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Or what was the one with the tiger? Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah. That was good. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. You know, uh, you know, and if you're if you're listening, if you're you're hanging out on Twitter next Friday, uh, hit us up. Look us up on Twitter. We'll be uh, tweeting away. If you really want us to watch that uh, I Frankenstein movie, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We'll sit through it if you're, you're <laughs> going to demand it. But you know, we'd really rather not. I it, it would seem so. Uh, I give it two thumbs down <laughs> already. <laughs> uh, for this week on Three Movie Goes, then I'm Ian. I'm Matthew. And I'm Joe. And peace out. Would With you your peace, peace out.
Follow us on Twitter at 3 Amovigos. And online at EnterTheElfTree.com.